0: Hello and welcome to the new Digital Age PMU podcast. My name is Justin Pierce and I'm the editor. These podcasts are a series of short interviews with some of the amazing women that have taken part in the Practice to Make Some Perfect programme. Of course, developed an association with Amy Keene that helps women find and finesse their public voices. Stacey, hi, and welcome to the PMU NDA podcast.
1: Hi, Justin. So um,
0: before we kick off with the main subject of discussion let's hear a bit more about you who are you where do you work what do you do there what do you do before you started work there
1: Sure. Um, so hi, I'm Stacey, and I'm a senior campaign manager at A Million Ads. We are the personalization experts in both audio and video using data to create personalized advertising with more context and relevance to better connect with people. I've been in various client services, account management and sales roles spanning over 10 years. Um, and I am also a part-time yoga and movement nerd as well, apart alongside being utterly fascinated by human emotion. And how that plays out in our day-to-day lives in the workplace.
0: Super, fantastic, nice intro. <laughs> so let's go into it. Your subject you uh, want to talk about is we need more emotional awareness in the workplace. Mm-hmm. So first of all, I mean, explain that. Explain that to me. What does it actually mean? And why do you want to talk about that in particular?
1: Sure. Um, so I think when um, we're talking about emotion you know, we can um, talk about like the full spectrum um, and, you know, why this is so important within the workplace. Um, And with a full spectrum of emotions, you know, it's those that can be perceived as really positive. So like, you know, happiness, joy, excitement, all of that good stuff. And then those negative emotions as well. So, you know, frustration, anger, sadness. Um, And I think, There's around um, 25 to 27 different emotions that a human being can have, and I'm pretty sure there's a lot more than that as well. Um, And within the workplace, especially in the UK as well, um, culturally we need to have a sort of stiff upper lip um, and, um, you know, showing a certain stoicism almost in the workplace to look professional. And the thing that really interests me is what would actually happen if we allowed that to unravel. So if we really allowed ourselves to um, almost be seen and respected as the human beings that we are and how we show up. So almost showing this certain rawness um, maybe. Um, And I think there's like three things as well um, that really tie into this and highlight the importance. And I think one being that people being allowed to show up as themselves, which I've already just mentioned, and really allowing their personalities to shine through. And the great thing about this is that it um, creates a emotionally diverse culture. Um, And, you know, this, positive emotion, for example, can create a ripple effect and really lift your colleagues, lift your team. And there's been loads of studies that have been done around um, emotional contagion, which kind of sounds like a pandemic as well, when you sort of use the word contagion, uh, which is quite, (laughs) it makes me think of that film um but um yeah there's been loads of studies done around this and you know it's all a positive emotion ripple effect um the second thing being um there's a woman called dr elaine Aron and um she talks about how 20 to 30 percent of the population have a highly attuned nervous system and she's actually written a book about this called the highly sensitive person And the reason why this is important, when you're doing um, things like mine, where you're having to troubleshoot a hell of a lot and do a lot of problem solving, the studies that she taps into within this book actually explores, um, you know, how people who are highly sensitive um, are better at getting into the weeds and troubleshooting and communicating those issues, as they have a very high intuition and what they do is emotionally led. The third thing, which is the one that I get really excited about, is client rapport and how being seen as a you know being approachable and human um can really help to strengthen that and if you are in a bit more of a commercial facing role as well you know it can really help to get the money in to be completely blunt um on the flip side you know being able to listen to your clients um and relate and empathize with them as well and empathy is such an important thing um especially with what's going on with covid um it can also help to increase that trust so yeah okay
0: fascinating i, mean, I- get everything you're saying and it's good to get mm-hmm. this sort of research to back it up but why do you think it isn't happening you know you must think there's a there's a need for for companies to change to allow the full emotion of full spectrum emotions in the workplace so why isn't that being allowed what's holding it up do you, do you think
1: i think it's it's what i just touched on you know it's this stoicism mm. um and I, th- I think a lot of it is more of a uk bias thing um, you know we we do we need to sort of show that we are hardy workers right um, and I don't know if this is something that is imprinted on us if this is like a cultural thing or you know if it's something that is expected by our employees um, and I, yeah and I think my brain's going <laughs> um, so
0: so, it's cultural norms or workplace?
1: almost yeah um and i think it's just something that we've been conditioned it's a, a sort of sense of conditioning there um for us to you know, do um and but i think it's something that should be explored within co- company culture as well
0: what do you think what do you think companies can do or or we'll talk about leaders in a minute with the role of leaders yeah. in this. what what can companies do to encourage this and I like the way you keep saying it's a UK thing and you know we can't suddenly become more be continental you know but no. <laughs> what, what can companies do how can this change happen
1: um, I mean, there's definitely an onus on the company um, to like address um, different emotions within the workplace um, as part of its culture. But I also think there's like onus on the employees as well. Um, you know, no one really wants to come to work dragging their jo- dirty laundry in. Um, there needs to be boundaries there, I think. Um, but there definitely does need to be an awareness. You know, when we're looking at things like company culture, you um, A lot of it's built around, um, you know, cognitive culture and like those that convey like verbally um, and, um, you know, and and, and that's something that like culture is heavily built on. However, you know, when we look at emotional culture, you know, that can be looking at things like nonverbal cues, body language, facial expressions. um, And there's a really wonderful article um, in Harvard Business Business Review around this. Um, which I was reading the other day, which basically explores, you know, how um, cognitive culture sort of sets the tone for how employees are supposed to behave and think. But I think what companies need to do is sort of explore that emotional side of it as well.
0: That's interesting you say that how it sets the tone for how company employees are meant to think. So what about leadership? Because obviously normally this, any sort of change or behaviour in a company starts at the top. So what's the role of of leadership in terms of, you know, bring more emotions into the workplace?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, in terms of leadership, I think it sort of filters from the top down. And the leaders that, um, you know, sort of show up as themselves and share a certain human side to it. um, I think that that sort of really feeds into this. Um, And, you know, the best mentors that I've had as well are the ones that are, seen as completely human and are open and honest about obviously to an extent but you know around sort of feelings almost as well you know um and and i I think that's sort of where like the leadership side of it feeds in as well um and i think you know if if it can be influenced by the top down um then you know that's going to trickle into sort of the teams that fall underneath it um and I think that sort of ties back into like the onus around company culture um as well right so yeah. I, mean, I,
0: I know Nikki your COO obviously uh, is an amazing person and she <laughs> gets, gets her I think she's a sort of, example, of a leader that is is you know more than human she always brings herself
1: wherever she goes hundred percent and she's definitely one of those human beings um who just really shows up as she is um and you know and that I I just think that's so important especially if you're having a shit day as well um just knowing that you can sort of acknowledge that and once again I think going back to um the like company culture side of it if 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 people are allowed when they're at work just to like process their emotions there and then almost like children do or like animals do as well right you know you always have those analogies about how um an antelope is like being chased by um like a tiger and once that tiger it's all about run it and the tiger's gone I'm not sure if tigers actually do chase antelope but we can pretend that they do <laughs> yeah. and I'm not David Attenborough <laughs> but they they start shaking right out of fear and that is that emotion almost and that fear because fear is an emotion right and that that's it sort of you know working its way through the body and leaving the body and if we are allowed to do that in the workplace um and if it's sort of almost being seen as well from our leaders um and our more senior people then it becomes acceptable. And I think if we're just able to process that frustration, maybe for those more negative emotions and move on, then stuff's going to get done a lot quicker. Um, and if it's accepted as well, you know, that kind of ties into you know crying at work and whatnot as well, which I think is perfectly acceptable. Um so yeah. Yeah, true, I get all
0: that. So look, let's lastly let's talk about the cut escape of the factors are in a pandemic coming out of. Uh so what's that done, do you think? Because obviously we've all been living these virtual live staring at screens, company yeah. culture's been done through through Zoom parties and other awful things like that. So what's that done, do you think, to the ability of companies to allow more motions in the workplace when everything's been via a virtual experience?
1: I mean, I think the challenge with everything being via a virtual experience is that you've got that barrier of a screen up in front of you. And going back to um, those... Emotional cues, which I was talking about a minute ago. It's, it's really, really hard to read that, especially when you can't read the energy of the person as well. And it's, it's when things are, when things do become slightly challenging, it can be so easy to misinterpret a situation. Um, especially when you're not able to pick up on um, you know the person you're dealing with their emotions and their body language and everything because you've got the screen especially when people have their videos off and I think that's definitely something that we've had to learn to adapt to I certainly have um, and um, you know if you sort of look like t- sort of 12 months ago up until now um, you know the first few weeks in lockdown it was awful like you know, we're all dealing with this, like, huge collective experience where everything was just, I don't know, going very, very wrong um, in the world and also just having to deal with communicating with each other as well and dealing with each other's emotions. And um, and I think that sort of 12 months so on, we're starting to get used to that, I think, is huge because as human beings, once again, we're, we innately feel off each other and if we can't do that then it just feels so robotic um, and unnatural um and I think that's just something that we've had to adapt to and you know and once again I'm very fortunate to work you know at a million ads where we are so encouraged to show up as ourselves yeah. um, and be ourselves at work and um and I think that's just made this whole pandemic experience of working from home a million times easier. Excuse the pun Um so well you know, I
0: think it's, I think it comes, it's nice it comes across so strongly that you know that swaps what million does. And I think a lot of people yeah. movie, so I'm quite jealous of that, you know. I yeah. think yeah I do think you totally prove your arguments. uh it's definitely need for more emotions of show at work and definitely maybe dare I say it, uh you know company swaps more like a million ads. I think
1: 100%. 100% seriously yeah. <laughs> just show up as like the full range um, so. and for it to be accepted so yeah
0: <laughs> well Stacey so, that was honestly that was that was fantastic really inspirational and I think as I say you've definitely improved your eye grid, and hopefully more companies can act in the way you would like to see so thank you so much for spending time for us sure thank <laughs> and thank you for listening goodbye